Welcome to the Watch and Learn Show, where we talk about life lessons we learn from movies new and old, and we have a bit of fun along the way. And now, here's the host, Sky and Dusty. Hey, hey, movie maniacs. My name is Sky, and that guy on the other side of the screen is Dusty. Dust, I gotta tell you, if there is ever going to be a montage scene of my life, You're the Best Around has to be the song behind it. <laughs> that is the best song for any movie, it seems like. I mean, it just fits so perfectly. And those 80s songs... You cannot get past the 80s music for movies like Top Gun. Um, what are some other really good um, 80s, 80s songs like, oh, uh, Caddyshack, It's All Right. Yep. I mean, there's so many good 80s songs that fit perfectly with movies. But yes, you're the best around. Now, I got to ask you, did you watch the South Park episode that had that song in it where Stan's dad was actually fighting and stuff? Did you watch that one? I'm, I've seen them all. I do not remember it. No. What happened? it's hilarious so you know how there are stupid parents with kids that are playing in sports well the kids are playing and they're they're doing but these parents get so stupid and they start fighting with the ref they start fighting with the other people and all that sort of stuff but stan's dad he takes it so seriously he's like getting ready to fight like and he's fighting in the stand and he's like, hey, you want? He's all drunk. Hey, you want a piece of me? And I'll take you on. And he starts fighting, and he gets he gets better, and he fights again. And it's there's a montage in there, just like Karate Kid. He's like, you're the best. Around. He's just it. So, dude, you gotta watch it. It is funny. It is really nice. Funny. I'll I'll look into that one. I actually have all of the seasons on DVD, so I'll have to I'll have to go through and find. I'm sure a quick Google search will tell me what season and episode and everything. But me and the boys, we occasionally watch South Park. We haven't watched it in a while, but we used to watch it. And Randy and Eric Cartman are our two favorite. Butters is like a close third favorite character uh, on that show. Which one's Randy? That's that's Stan's that dad? dad, Randy. Oh, that's yeah. Stan's dad. Okay, I didn't know his name. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, Butters is hilarious too. We should probably move off of South Park, but yes, yeah. everybody, if you like Karate Kid, type in South Park Karate Kid or something <laughs> like that. It'll probably come them up. It's awesome. Cool, cool. I'll definitely so, check it out. I am. So glad we did Karate Kid because it's nostalgic. I mean, thinking of like Goonies, like we're watching movies like this growing up and especially movies that we can actually see ourselves in. Like, oh, man, this like that could be me. I could be a, the bad guy and all that sort of stuff. What do you think about? I mean, was it as good as it was or was it kind of like, eh, what, what are your thoughts? I think it's just as good as it was back then. I think it still holds up. Fun movie to watch. You get to see Daniel's growth. As a character, uh, as as a kid, brand new kid coming. Like, there's a lot of cliches in this movie, too. The bullies trying to get the girl, new kid in town, everyone picks on him, feeling awkward, all that kind of stuff. But it's a great, like, coming of age, kind of like learning, I, I guess, feeling more comfortable in your own skin, but then also learning discipline and then mentorship with someone else. There's so many cool aspects of this movie that can apply nowadays. But when I turned it on on Netflix, I saw that it was two hours and six minutes, and I was kind of disheartened. I was all, oh two-hour movie is it really this long and other than the very beginning the traveling from new jersey to california that five minute scene i really can't think of too much that can be stripped away because everything leads to daniel san's growth throughout the movie you know so i think it i look now now after having watching it last night 
totally good. It's a two-hour movie. It's perfect. Cut out that first five minutes. I'd recommend it. And I, I still do. I recommend it to anybody. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Surprisingly so. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did back then. You, the one thing, though, and I completely agree with you, that, that we get it. They're moving from New York or New Jersey all the way to California. I completely get it. But that it gets a little bit of you know quirky. But I do love that they added in that they had to pop the clutch to get the car started. Like that was the only redeeming factor in my opinion. Cause I look back, I'm like, I remember doing that. I remember with, with uh, our dad, Otosan, or Otosan is, is Japanese for dad, um, his car or any car, like popping the clutch. That was the only redeeming factor because it told more of the story about them and how they're not well off and all that sort of stuff. That, that was a one redeeming factor. What do you think? I agree with you there. I did enjoy that small aspect of it. And as soon as I saw that, I thought to myself, wow, kids are not going to do that. They don't know the joys of jumpstarting uh, a car <laughs> nowadays, you know? So, but I, I did enjoy that. Joy. Yeah. And I really like how it came back. And my favorite small scene of the movie was when he picked up Allie for their date. The car oh, wouldn't yeah. start. She had to get behind the wheel. Mom and Daniel pushed it. I loved it. I absolutely loved seeing that they were having to push it with the rich parents standing there watching them. Of course, they would look disapprovingly <laughs> on this. Who's this boy taking our daughter? He's not good enough for her. I loved that scene. I loved it. And I love the mom rolling down the window. Hi! Yeah. I was like, that's something our mom would have done. For and sure. I just love it. I think it's, it's yeah. so awesome. But there was one huge problem with this movie. Oh. This huge, yeah, this huge, huge problem was that Elizabeth Shue was not in it enough. I mean, dude, she is phenomenal. Like she was the, she, she needed to be in it so much more. What do you think? I thought she was great. And last week when you said, let's do Karate Kid and you mentioned some names and you said Elizabeth Shue at the time, I did not remember at all that Elizabeth Shue was in this movie because there are so many more, the four main characters, they, they're the ones that stick in your head, right? Daniel San, Mr. Miyagi, of course. And then Johnny, you, you can't forget Johnny yeah, and then Chris, his yet. sensei. Those yep. four. Elizabeth Shue is great. I've always loved her every movie. She's a great actress. She's beautiful and everything. Fun to watch. I'm sure she's super nice and charming and everything. But she's overshadowed by these awesome other four characters in the movie. So I had completely forgotten she was in it. So I do agree with you. More Elizabeth Shue would be good. You Yeah. And you are right. She did such a good job. But the other actors, like, I'm not a huge, um, uh, uh, shoot, uh, what's the, uh, Daniel, what's the guy that... Uh, played his Ralph character. Ralph Macchio? Ralph Macchio. Like, just him in general. Like, his kind of, I guess, his personality kind of, like, rubs me a little bit negatively. Not, not like, horrible at all. But it's just, like, it, it just, it's not my normal personality. But he played it so well. I think it was just the movie itself. Like, his being hot-tempered, which we'll get into. That's, that's another big uh, lesson we should be learning from that, being hot-tempered. So it was probably more, most of the movie. But, um, no, it was super fun. And having all these amazing actors, Pat Maria being a comedian, yeah. coming in and playing this. Now, my ugh, my kids love this. And I say it all the time. It reminds us. So everybody listens to the show. You actually hear our dad. He's Japanese. He comes. We're half Japanese. He comes on and he says, hey, welcome to the show. You know, all that sort of stuff. I actually had to coach him through it. And he did a phenomenal job. But my dad is just or our dad is just like Pat Morita. And. That's part where he's saying, up, down. <laughs> My kids absolutely love that because it reminds them of Oji-chan, which is 
grandpa in, ja- in Japanese um, is Ojichan. And just reminds so much of Ojichan and they love it. And so there was one sp- scene specifically where it's like he's walking away and you're looking at it like, that looks like Ojichan. <laughs> it's so fun. So my kids love the movie. Good, man. I'm glad to hear that. I think I might have to sit them back down or watch it again and sit my boys back down with me to watch it too because it was a really fun, enjoyable. And I'm sure I'm sure they'll enjoy it too. And I really love just the overall life lesson. I think it's one of my lessons. Let me just take a look at them real quick. Um, Before you jump oh, into your lessons, ahead. I want to talk a little bit more outside of the movie oh. because you have, like we were talking about the actors, really, really great actors. I mean, John Kreese, it makes you really hate that guy. I mean, he's really, really good. Um, the, Johnny is phenomenal too. If you realize how bad he is, I mean, he did a great, great job. Um, Pat Morita, um, Ralph Macho, they did a phenomenal job in the movie. Now, if you want to think about obviously part two and part three are fun to watch because it continues the story. In fact, part two picks up right at the very end, which is phenomenal. You definitely, if you haven't seen that, you have to see it. But Sky, did you watch the first as a two seasons, I think, but of um, Cobra Kai on Red Bo- or uh, uh, YouTube Red? Did you watch it? No, I didn't. I wanted to, and I just never pulled the trigger on it. I wholeheartedly think you absolutely should watch it. Now, the very end of this most recent season, something happens. It's like, oh, that that's really interesting. I, I, I didn't see that coming in a, in a bad way, almost mm-hmm. a bad way. But, oh, well, I don't want to give it away. But what was super fun is it shows as if it were Johnny's perspective. Like, literally, we're only seeing Ralph Macho or uh, uh, Danielson seeing his perspective the entire time. We have no, we just see Johnny's a bad guy. This tells the story from Johnny's perspective in another kid with a whole bunch of, you know, obviously Johnny's older now and, and being the, the sensei and all that sort of stuff. But you see the same similarities as if it were from Johnny's perspective. And the, like the whole fight scene at the beach, you're like, oh my goodness, like that is what Johnny was feeling. That's why Johnny did this and all that. It, it's super good. So my opinion, you absolutely at least need to watch the first season and you'll definitely get picked up and you'll be like, man, I want to watch the next one. And they're going to do a third one, I think sometime, but really, really good. I highly recommend everybody should watch the Cobra Kai on YouTube Red. Cool, man. I'll, I'll I'll take a look at that. It's not many stories that really go into the bad guy's motives and to where you can really see like the bad guy, the heel, where he maybe he wasn't he was maybe a jerk and kind of a bully, but maybe like what you said in Cobra Kai, he's not nearly as bad as he really was. You know, you get a good understanding. And, kind of like, oh, go ahead. And with Cobra Kai, it actually shows that not Johnny, but it shows the the new character was good, was actually a really good guy, like, like a Danielson type of guy, but situations came up that forced this where he uh, now changed. Gotcha. And now he's changed and now he can't, I'm going to say can't go back, but now he's not going to go back. So really creative and they did a good job of storytelling. Nice, man. I love that seeing somebody else's perspective like that. That's something that's kind of missing in the world nowadays. Everybody's biting at each other's necks and this side versus that side. And nobody wants to listen. Nobody wants to think that the other side could possibly know what they're talking about. Um, So maybe everybody can get a lesson from rewatching Karate Kid and then watching Cobra Kai, getting Daniel Sons and then Johnny's perspective as well. That's a great and that's not one of my lessons learned, but that's a great perspective is Everybody has a different perspective of like just because you think you have your own perspective, which is good. Your perspective is good, but it's not the only one. Somebody else has a different opinion, a different perspective. And if you if we just talk it out, if we just understand each other a little 
more, a lot of things will be more solved. Like if we try to be united instead of being like, I'm against this, I'm against this, I'm against this. Why don't we just talk about what I'm for? We'll find that we're more for things than against. And yeah. so, yeah, it's great. So let's move on into the show. I want to jump into the first, what is your grade? Like we usually wait till the end, but I, I definitely want to know your grade because it, after watching it, the nostalgia, I've literally watched it in like the last four times, or I watched it four times in the last like maybe month because wow. the kids love it. So yeah. we watched it. We watched part two and part three. What's your grade? Uh, a. Easily an A. I don't, uh, like I give my favorite movies, the ones I watch over and over again in A+, like Avengers Endgame or like Deadpool 2 or something, those get A+. pluses. But this is a great movie. I would watch it with the kids. I'd watch it now again as an adult. Totally happy, fun movie. You learn some good life lessons and everything. So highly recommend A. What about you? Yeah, de- I give it an A+. Plus. Hmm. And yeah. the reason why is because I've literally watched it, like, like I said, four times in the last month, month and a half, something like that. And the kids love it. And go watching part two continues a story, which it makes it really fun. They actually go to Japan, which is really, really cool. Then you also have part three where it's, you know, really good. They good storytelling all throughout. So I give it an A plus for the reach rewatchability, as well as it still holds up. Like my kids nowadays are still watching this 80s movies and they're like, man, this is great. Let's watch it again. Yeah. The good ones that hold up, they do hold up like blood sport. We've talked about that holds up still <laughs> to this day, you know? <laughs> For sure. Okay, USA. Yeah, okay, USA. Yep. Um, you know, there was some things you mentioned, Pat Morita being a comedian. There was some really funny lines. Like Daniel Lewis was looking to the belt. Where'd this come from? Buddha provide. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Love that. And you know, Mr. And Miyagi, you you're really the best friend I've ever had. <laughs> you okay too. <laughs> you, you're pretty okay. Oh, that's too. <laughs> what he said. You're pretty okay too. Yeah. Such good stuff, man. I loved it. And he busted those bottles. How'd you do that? Don't know. First time. <laughs> so good. Yeah, there's so many entertaining. Like, the, I don't find, and you said this earlier, I don't find any lost time throughout this. Like, like, like oh, man, why are, this is boring. Like, why are we doing this? The only one little bit is, like, when he's at the country club and gets the pizza sauce on him. But that leads into where he then goes to see... Um, Mr. Mr. Miyagi, who is drunk because he's anniversary and you see him. And I see this where you have Daniel-san, who's only concerned, usually only concerned about himself, but he's changing now where he could go there and say, oh, this bad, this bad, 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 bad. But he stopped and just said everything about Mr. Miyagi and just focus on Mr. Miyagi. He said everything else. This is nothing compared to what he went through. So I, I even though I thought that when I was watching it, it helps me now remember or realize that it shows character development in him because he completely, he was literally covered in scrub or spaghetti sauce yeah. and with sitting there and only caring about Mr. Miyagi. So I thought that was really good. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, one thing it's, it's kind of cliched, but if that happened in real life, he got spaghetti sauce all over him. The whole restaurant or the whole party was laughing. Nobody would laugh. Everyone would go, oh, no, are you okay? You know, that's, it's just yep. one of those things that they do in movies to really embarrass that main actor, you know, never happens. But I like how you brought up the scene going to Mr. Miyagi drunk, thinking about his wife and his newborn baby, that kind of thing. And how in the end he helped Mr. Miyagi to his bed and on his way out, actually bowed down to Mr. Miyagi turned out the light and left. I, I That showed Daniel's growth. You're 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. So throughout this whole movie, I mean, the storytelling is really good. The character development is super good. Everything about it. And I think what really grabbed me when I was younger was the way that he's teaching 
his student or Mr. Miyagi's teaching Daniel-san how he's teaching them. And then at the very end, when he's all fed up, just about ready to leave, he pulls out, oh, you know, the flax the floor and all that sort of stuff. That's like, oh, wow, like mind blown. Yeah. And that was what I grabbed onto as a kid. Now I still love it. But there's so many other nuances of this movie that I didn't appreciate when I was younger, which is I love learning more things about the movie. That's great, man. When you when you rewatch, like some movies have that rewatchability factor that you can get so much more out of it. The second, third, the the thirty years down the road, watching it, kind of thing. Did you realize this movie was made in eighty four? I was seven, and you were five when it came out. We wow. we probably saw it like a few years later on VHS. I might have been nine, and you were seven or something like that. You know, because I I kind of doubt I would watch. Maybe we did watch it when we were seven and five when it first came out. I don't remember when the first time, but I just remember watching it. Mm-hmm. And so for everybody watching this on YouTube, so we, if, if you're listening on this podcast, we have this on YouTube as well. Go to watchandlearnpodcast.com forward slash YouTube. But I'm literally wearing a uh, uh, headband that our dad wears. Um, he loves wearing this. We got this in Japan. My wife and myself and my kids and our four kids and our dad went to Japan for literally six weeks traveling all around Japan, which was super, super fun. So watching this movie and then watching part two where they actually go to Japan, the kids are like, oh, I remember that. Or I remember that gutter, which you guys would not have any clue about this unless you've been to Japan and watched part two. But on the streets, they don't have like a normal gutter that kind of dips. It literally drops. It's like a, a, a reservoir that drops down. And the kids, are like, I remember that. I remember playing in that, throwing rocks and frogs and all that sort of stuff. So Super great. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my bandana. I'm definitely wearing it right now. But our dad loves wearing this. Um, he feels like it's his comfort zone wearing a bandana. I was like, Dad, you just look like an old Japanese guy. He's like, that's what I am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he wears it all the time when he goes on his daily walks for two or three hours long. He's always got a bandana on, whether it's that one or, or a different one, for sure. So for everybody listening to this, if you picture and if you see Mr. Miyagi, that's our dad. Like that's literally the height, the size, the <laughs> hair growing out, getting a little bolder, you know, gray. All the, it, it, it's literally our dad. <laughs> yep, it is. You're you're 100 right about that. Um, so let me let me. Uh, oh, my Monday morning quarterback. Right, very simple. It came to me right away as soon as I saw the Halloween party scene, and then putting the hose over the you know just to antagonize and basically don't antagonize bullies who already have it out for you right they actually came to that party there's five of them they're always willing to beat somebody up why throw the hose on them like that you know you're going to get found out just a terrible uh well a terrible childish prank i thought you were going to go the opposite route as actually say you should be more you should like literally turn it on hot water and to be spraying him (laughs) and he's coming after you and start fighting i'm just kidding yeah yeah but uh that's a good Monday morning quarterback. And that's something that Johnny literally said. Like, hey, you couldn't leave well enough alone. Like, we left you alone. We forgot about you. And this is what you did? Like, you can see that. You, I pick that up now, older, uh, watching it again. So that's something. So my Monday morning quarterback is literally, stop fighting. Like, Daniel-san is always hot-tempered, and he jumps into a fight. Like, with Johnny, you know, Obviously, Daniel-san thinks he knows karate. And so, like, he's being aggressive towards him. Like, dude, literally just walk away. And I think Mr. Miyagi has the best way. Like, it's only for defense. Like, you need to protect yourself. Just like I have my firearms. My kids are taking Taekwondo, which they like it. But all of that is literally just for defense. I'm not going to take my firearms and go shoot up someplace or rob things. That's not for offense. It's for defense. And that's something that um, Daniel-san, if he were to learn from the very beginning – like try to avoid getting um, in a fight. 
that is so much better than winning a fight because if you don't even have a fight, you don't have anything else to worry about. And here's something that is um, a, a tangent. No, it's, it's actually a big lesson, but not from this movie. I remember watching just something about uh, karate and it was a YouTube video about something. And one guy said, this is the most important lesson you will ever learn in karate or fighting or mixed martial arts or anything. And it's literally don't fight unless you absolutely have to defend yourself. And here's his example of what he gave. What he gave. And so he said that there was a gentleman who knew karate, knew mixed martial arts and only punched like the, the dude was coming at him. He could have walked away, but he didn't. He gave him one punch. The guy got punched in the face. He fell over, hit his head on the curb and died. That's just one punch. Now this guy is in prison because he is manslaughter. And so if he would have just avoided that fight, that would not have happened. The person wouldn't be dead. You wouldn't be in jail. Long story short, what he says, what the biggest lesson you need to do is if somebody comes up to you, hey, what are you looking at, dude? Oh, man, I thought you were somebody else. I thought you were my best friend from, from high school back then. I'm sorry. You know, you're absolutely right. Forgive me and then move on. Or, hey, you're looking at my girl. Oh, no, I, I thought that was Judy from elementary school. No, I'm sorry. Or, hey, dude, no, I'm sorry. It was your shoes. Your shoes are awesome. And then walk away. Like, that's the best thing you could do. And that's my Monday morning quarterback is he should literally stop fighting or at least never start to begin with and just walk away. I love that. That's a great lesson. Uh, Back to the Future, calling Marty chicken and he couldn't he couldn't turn around or he eventually learned to ignore those kinds of things. And and you're absolutely right. And that just that also made me think of the wild, wild west or, or back in the day, your reputation, your honor was everything. If somebody besmirched you, they called you a yellow, a coward or whatever, then you had to fight. No, no, no. You're better off just ignoring those kinds of people. And hey, it, and like you said, just ignore them. Try, try to ignore them and just walk away for sure. That's a good, good money morning and quarterback, but a great lesson two. as well. Yeah, we learned in part two that Mr. Miyagi literally went to America because he was fleeing a fight, which was a fight for the death. It was for honor. It was literally going to be a fight for the death. And he thinks that obviously he could die or the other person could die. He doesn't want that. So yeah. he literally flees. And his dad said that's the right move. Like you just don't fight unless you absolutely must. For sure. For sure. I agree with that 100%. Um, so my first lesson is listen to those with experience. It seems like kids nowadays and teenagers, 20-somethings, they don't want to listen to their to their uh, just just to their elders, right? Elders have been around for so long, they know so much more. My kids, they both think they know everything. They're only 10 and 12, <laughs> of course. And I try to tell them all the time, I've been around for 41 years. I know a little bit more than you. I might not be right on everything. But I'm definitely my wisdom is definitely worth listening to and worth taking into account before you act upon anything, you know. And that's one of the things I love about this movie is Danielson uh, struck up a friendship with Mr. Miyagi, a great mentor. So many lessons that he taught Danielson in the movie were perfect, great life lessons that Daniel might not have learned any other way or might have learned the hard way, right? When you listen to someone mm-hmm. who has that experience, who knows what they're talking about, it's e- it's an easier learning process, I guess, than learning through hardship and, and bad experiences. That's a great point. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And you know what? We can't fault our kids for doing that. We were the same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know it. I know it. Every know. kid. But every, literally every kid, everybody goes through that because that's just how you grow. And the ones that, though, can't, if they can grasp that somebody else knows more to them, at least take it in and digest it or put it in your brain just a little bit and, and try to maybe apply it. You don't have to like it. It's the ones that completely disregard it and say, no, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a fool. If that that is like detriment, that's like the worst thing you could do. If you can actually just take a little bit of it and put in your brain and then move on, that's so much better. So that's for sure. That's a great first lesson. Cool. So my first lesson is going to piggyback both with 
Back to the Future and this movie as well. Okay, so think of Back to the Future. In the end, I'm not going to ask a question because it's too complicated. But <laughs> in the end, I know I you're going to really say, Sky, question. put these two obscure things together. What do you get? <laughs> Once again, I'm not going to know. <laughs> As I explain it, you get it. So, what is it that gets um, uh, Marty's mom? What's Marty's mom's name? I can't remember. Um, uh, Lorraine. Lorraine. So, what is it that gets Lorraine? Um, uh, really attracted to either Marty or her, her dad. It was when he got hit or hurt and then was helping him nurse back to health. And it's like the nurse syndrome or whatever it's called. So light bulb, okay, one, if you're hurt, that's really good time for a woman to, or a girl to come console you because then they'll want you even more. Daniel didn't even learn this. Apparently he didn't watch Back to the Future. It's the first time that Johnny beats him up. He's on the ground. No, I'm okay. Just go away. Just go away. Just go away. I'm like, dude, get up and or like <laughs> say, oh yes, please help me, help me. Oh yeah, you're the only one. And oh my goodness, like everything else will be fine. He should have learned as soon as you're hurt and a girl wants to consult you. Letter, letter, yeah. letter. <laughs> Good life lesson right there for sure. Especially when she's someone like Elizabeth Shue, you know. There you go. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. I love it. Now, my second lesson is something that Mr. Miyagi said to Daniel, and it's that balance is key. doesn't matter how hard you can strike, how strong your strikes are, how good your blocks are. If you don't have balance, the rest of your karate is crap. And so physically, that's true. Any sport, balance is really important. Just being able to move on your feet, being nimble, roll with the punches, all that kind of stuff. But also balance in life, right? We're all, we all, uh, I guess, wear so many hats, you know, entrepreneur, employee, father, brother, son, uh, husband, wife, whatever it is, we wear so many hats. You've got to be able to strike a balance between those, a balance that works for you and that works for your family. So you're meeting all of your commitments. So really balance is key in life. I love it. I love that idea. Now, my next one is fighting fixes everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's totally not it. Um, but I did learn one really easily, and it goes back to the one epi- or episode, the, the, the scene that you said where um, they had to jumpstart the car, you know, uh, pop the clutch and when they're going away from her parents' house. But seeing her dad walk up with a jumpsuit or like a, a tracksuit with a towel inside wrapped around and underneath the jacket, like what a – Dork, not dork, but like pretentious <laughs> yeah. snob. Like never do that. Never wear a towel like that. Like it's a like it's a tie or something. That was horrible. So I'm never doing that. Yeah, exactly. You, there are certain things you could do, like like a popped collar kind of thing, where I just I know I'm too cool <laughs> for all of you, right? And so yeah, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. And like you're right. And then I love Johnny Depp. Great actor. He wears scarves all the time. Come on. Scarves just tell tell everybody that you're better than them. That's what scarves do. And to stay away and don't talk to you. For sure. <laughs> I don't sure know. Does. The only time you should wear a scarf is in the dead of winter and it's cold as balls outside. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Cool, cool. Oh, what is your prop? So I really, really love the yellow car. I mean, that's iconic. That's what everybody's going to know or see. But also that truck is super cool. Mm. So if I were to pick between the two, it's going to be the yellow yellow uh, convertible. I just think that was super phenomenal. That was my first thought as well. But then I also thought about just within the overall story of Daniel and Miyagi. I really like the story behind the gi. Um, 
Miyagi didn't just go out and buy a gi with some with some mm-hmm. random symbol on the back, right? He said that his wife actually hand stitched that gi and that symbol or whatever you would call it, logo or whatever, for him specifically. So because of that, because the because how important his wife and his newborn child was to him, of course, and and that whole thing. I and then giving it to Daniel on top of giving him a car as well. I mean, he was really like Daniel was his best friend, and it was his student. You know, like really, they had yes. a great student mentor relationship. I think that is for me a better prop. I love the convertible as well, but I think I want Daniel's gi with that. However, you would describe that logo on the back. That's great. No, that's very, very meaningful. And that's very thoughtful too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like he now considered, it seems like he considers him like a son, mm-hmm. you know, like For this sure. is the son that I, and you can see him looking up to him like a father. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love this movie. I, I could definitely watch it over and over again. I know I will because the kids love it too. Yeah. And that's great, man. When you find a movie that the kids love with you as well, it just makes it so much easier to pop it on. And you guys do up some popcorn late at night, you know, and and have a popcorn movie. Love that. We do that quite often. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Good, good. So let me see. I'm looking at my list. Anything else we didn't cover? So there's so much more we could talk about. Yeah. Um, I love the end fight scene, the music going with it as well. There's so many iconic quotes in there like put him in a body bag yeah Yeah. like you just get that um the end fight scene was super fun almost the way they shot and i remember watching like a documentary or whatever on the behind the scenes but the way they shot it they like hid the cameras and they had people sitting they just did it really really well the end scene and the progression of the story everything about this entire movie was so enjoyable it grabbed you and it kept you in part of the movie but yeah that end scene where you actually have him winning and the music coming up. It's just, yeah. it's great. I mean, first you have the montage of everything. Yeah. Around, and then, you know, yeah. rubbing his hands together and fixing him. And then finally winning and, uh, you know, finish him. Uh, oh, goodness. I just, I get chills just thinking of all this stuff. So me too. Yeah, I love it. Love, love the movie. And speaking, you mentioned the end scene. I really liked how the first guy that purposely hit Daniel's knee to try and break it. I love how, he was right, didn't want to do it, but he did it because it's a sensei and you can't say no to your sensei, kind of like being in the army. You know, your general gives you an order. You yep. got to go through with it. But as soon as you did that, he went down, dropped on the mat. Daniel, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't want to do it. It doesn't change the fact that he did it and he shouldn't have done it. But still, I love the fact that he kind of changed and he while he did appear to be a bully, he's not a really bad kid. And then Johnny at the very end, after losing, grabbed the trophy from the dude and presented it to Daniel. And I can't Very remember cool. exactly what he said. You deserve this or way to go, Daniel. Whatever it said. You, you're all you right. Know that, I think he said you're all right. You're all right. Okay. Yeah. You know that Johnny's a good guy at heart. And it makes sense that, like you said, in the Cobra Kai series, you get to see more behind the scenes of what went into Johnny's persona and his actions back then. So I, I will take a look. I will watch Cobra Kai for sure just to get more on that story, you know? They actually would, Johnny and Daniel would actually be friends if they didn't have such bad blood and bad history mm. because of just their personalities, the way they are. And you'll see that in Cobra Kai, like it kind of comes across, but doesn't, but you'll be like, Oh man, if they could just get past their stupidness, they'd be fine. Yeah. But yeah, no great, great movie. So what are we learning from next week? That's a good question, man. You chose this one. And so I had a choice between a few of them. And then all of a sudden the other day, it hit me. Um, um, uh, for some reason, this vision popped into my mind. Uh, do you remember this? Huh. Do you remember that? I, for, the, <laughs> for those people on YouTube, uh, for the, you listening to me right now, you can't hear. But I'm kind of doing a Macarena, you know, my right hand on my left shoulder. 
left hand over, right hand on my hip, left hand on my hip, turn my head and thrust. What does that remind you of, Dust? <laughs> it reminds me of the three amigos. Exactly, yes. And your namesake, Dusty Bottoms, is one of the characters oh, in this goodness. movie. So yes, I love it. the three amigos next week we're going to learn from. I, I love it. And I want to know what everybody thinks. So when we started this podcast and the show for YouTube, we were doing new movies because, you know, we watch new movies. We like new movies. But we found, Sky and I both have found, that we really enjoy watching these older movies, which is a lot of fun. There's so many great movies out there. And we have also seen that people watch and listen to the older the episodes where we do older movies, too, much more so than the newer movies. I mean, some new movies are just crap. But long story short, these are fun movies. So I want to know, leave in the comments or, uh, you know, in the comments, like Sky always says, or on the YouTube channel, leave in the comments what movie you want us to do. And we will absolutely do that review of that movie. We just we, we love doing this. It's so much fun for us. And we're glad that you guys are here with us. Totally. And Dust, I do have to kind of correct you there. If it's a movie that we enjoy, we'll do it. Because there have been some movies I say, hey, Dust, what about this movie? You go, eh, I don't want to watch that. Or you say to me, how about this? I say, no way, that feels like homework. I'm not watching that. So if your movie suggestion is one that we would love to discuss, yes, we'll hit that one for sure. And guys, remember, I'm a simple man with simple pleasures. Give me action, comedy, or any of the combination of the two. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Totally. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you're watching us on YouTube, thanks for those eyeballs as well. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. You heard what we thought about The Karate Kid, the 1984 original Karate Kid. We want to hear your thoughts as well. So go to the show notes page, watchandlearnpodcast.com slash the karate kid. All one word, the karate kid at the end right there. You'll be taken to the show notes page where you can leave a comment. Let us know the life lessons that you took away from the movie, your own money, money quarterback, the prop that you would take from the movie as well. Alrighty, everybody. Once again, my name was Sky. And I'm Dusty. And we will return next week with The Three Amigos. <laughs>